Welcome to episode 227 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I'm Ollie Spake and I'm joined by the third fastest Ellis this week in the field. That's not accounting for other parkruns that I didn't actually check. Melissa Ellis. <laughs> oh, they did beat me this week, Ollie. <laughs> they did. They did. Good pick up. How are you, Mel? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thanks. I'm well. And you, um, I saw you came last. <laughs> yes, I did. But that was my job this week, Ollie. I was the tail walker at Tool and Creek Park Run. Fantastic. Well done. How was volunteering at Tulin Creek and um, chasing a, a very familiar pack too? It was really good. So the exciting thing for me was I got Paul and Zoe to Saturday 5K Park Run and that is something that hasn't happened since the first week that we came back from the pause. That's fantastic. Well done, Paul. Well done, Zoe. It's awesome to have you back. For all the different milestones and, and achievements we've been celebrating that's a pretty cool one. It was. It was nice. We were there as a family. They had a lovely father-daughter walk. I had a couple of really lovely photos of them walking hand in hand, talking about their, oh, I don't know, some sort of random computer game that they both partake in that goes over my head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I cramped their style a little bit when I caught up to them and um, wanted to talk about other things other than computer games, but that's okay. That's all right. And it was a beautiful morning down at Tulin Creek. I spotted a couple of roos in the paddock. That's good. A bit of wildlife. And look, I, I was actually confused because when I saw that you were um, you were at Tulin Creek, but I saw another reference to you being at Gnomeville Park Run, I actually had to take a second glance. I should have known there wasn't maybe a Gnomeville Park Run. Yes, you saw gnomes too. I should explain. <laughs> so it's a new thing post-pause for Toolan Creek at the turnaround point. We have a little family of hand-painted gnomes that uh, inhabit the trees as a little point of interest for the walkers and the runners as they come down our course, uh, done by, I believe, one of our run directors, Tiani. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's a nice little point of interest. There's a little chalkboard there that does say Gnomeville Park Run or Welcome to Gnomeville Park Run. Uh -huh. And uh, they're growing um, every time I visit. There's one or two more gnomes popping up along the trail. You've got to watch these gnomes, Mel. They're mischievous things. So, <laughs> I mean, is it not risky having the gnomes at the turnaround point? I trust there's some, some other way to know the turnaround because uh, I don't trust the gnome. Well... <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? Steal the, <laughs> steal the turnaround flag or something? Maybe um, I, I should give context. Is it like a pot of gold? They're like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. There's <laughs> all sorts of things. No, my my mother-in-law collects gnomes, and um, yeah, she's got some some pretty mischievous uh, Finnish gnomes. So uh, I don't know if it's just that breed, but yeah, it sounds like a risk. You know, after the other year when. It was on the bingo card for yes. Streaky Septmeba. Yes. <laughs> that we had to find a gnome on a streak. I realised there was not enough gnomes in Meltown, so I actually went out and bought a gnome for my garden to, so that ah. I could increase the contribution for the local community of gnomes. Uh, you can't have enough gnomes. That's very thoughtful. But, hey, look, they, they were pretty cool. And... Another question, Mel. Did I see you waved back? I did. Yes. Oh, well, I didn't. I made Paul and Zoe wave oh, back. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yes. Yes, because, yeah, um, 
for context, Ollie. Yes. In my Alice Palace Park run every week when I ran the course at a certain corner, I could look across the road and view the Toolan Creek Park Run Trail and we would stop at that corner each week and, and wave. Well, we were at Toolan Creek Park Run, so we waved back across to Ellis Palace Park Run. Isn't that lovely? It's, it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> oh, well, keeps us amused. Yeah. But, you know, the, uh, going back to the gnomes, Yes. I think you would appreciate the potential when you're trying to, I won't say drag little kids along the entirety of the course, but ah. maybe encourage children yes. to the turnaround point of an out-and-back course, <laughs> having something at the turnaround point like, oh, we're nearly there, we'll see the gnomes. The furthest most point. Mm. I think, you know, it's only a good thing. Yeah, look, that is quite wise actually. It sounds like and it looked like a lovely day. It was. It was a beautiful morning and I had a, a friend who was there for her, her very third park run. Ooh. Yep. But, uh, she had come along to Toolan Creek, having been new to the area and knowing all about parkrun, I think, through seeing my social media posts. Yep. And I said, well, I'll be there on this certain day and I'll be the, you know, come along on this day, I'll be, I'll be there volunteering. Well, she didn't wait for me. She she came straight away and she was up to event three by the time I was there. Nice. I know. Straight into it, two feet in. That's excellent. So she's clearly enjoying Toolan Creek. She is, and it was great. But, Ollie, what about you? Uh, give us an update. Where were you? I was I was in a very familiar location. <laughs> <laughs> I was all prepared for the big wet, so it's it's been um, and continues to be um, quite a quite a wet week. Um, hopefully by the time this podcast is out, we've seen that ease and a lot of people's uh, situations improve. But on the East Coast... I'd say you know north of Sydney or Sydney and and north you know, right up to towards the Queensland border and probably a bit over it. It's it's just been raining and raining and raining. And uh, yeah, we had expected that for Park Run Day morning. We'd seen a few cancellations. We were wondering if it was going to be cancelled. And just quietly, we're all pretty stoked to be running in the rain because kind of enjoyed that too. But um, yeah, I think we had some disappointed people as um, it wasn't raining at Park Run morning. Mm-hmm at home there so uh yeah the big wet wasn't wet and we had a, a slightly reduced crowd but uh yeah we we filled the volley roster had a few people just slip into the roster from the event team and uh, i had nothing else to do so i got to run that's pretty cool yeah it was great um my legs still hurt so um training's obviously gone out the window but i got a bit excited and ran around the courses i've fast as I possibly could because I (laughs) thought it was going to start raining and, um, yeah, just took it all in. That's really good. Now, I have – I am aware of the flooding, which is quite Mm. serious. New South Wales um, has got some emergency situations. The eastern Mm. part of the state is underwater. Calling in, you know, the emergency services. I know uh, on the news tonight, Victoria sent up some um, emergency services personnel to assist uh, up there with the floods um it's pretty concerning seeing what's happening up there and uh yeah i hope that the rain subsides 
pretty soon for you guys. Yeah, that's right. I mean, my neck of the woods, it's its just been wet. Um, we've had some occasional flooding, but nothing as severe as the you know, biggest in decades in you know, parts of Western Sydney and obviously you know, further north there. So hope everyone's safe. You know, the parkrun courses will recover, but um, yeah, people's safety first and foremost. Yes, and, and some drier weather to come. Yeah, I think it's heading our way. Yes. <laughs> it was a... You know, maybe a, a subdued parkrun day as a result. I think numbers were down generally, but there were still plenty of people out getting their parkrun on, Mel, and, and we've had another fantastic bunch of roving reports. I know. We heard from Sir Tock, who reported in from Cascades on Clyde Wetlands, and Marvellous Mark from Braidwood Showgrounds. I saw Mark in some gumboots. Yes, so, yeah, the, the weather well and truly reached... Braidwood Fair, a bit of the wet. And Lindell came to us from Mullane, how do you say it, Ollie? Mullaney Trail? I'm going to say Mullaney, yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's have a listen now. Howdy Park Runners, Talk reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. Today we've ventured up to Melbourne's southeastern suburbs and we've come to a town called Clyde, or Clyde North, and we've come to Cascades on Clyde Wetlands Park Run. This is a fairly new estate here, the houses are just mushrooming up around us. Uh, I've been told there's approximately 5,000 people into this area last year alone, so the town's really exploding. Um, the park run itself runs around a bit of a wetland, but uh, we're about to go for park run, so we'll grab someone and have a chat after we've had our run. Cheers, guys. Howdy, park runners. We're here at the finish line, and I've got Natalie with me. Natalie is a uh, fairly unique person in that last night at 8.30, you didn't have a barcode, you'd never signed up for park run, and you're here in the fluoro today, rocking the fluoro top and photographer. Yep, yep. Uh, photography's a bit of a hobby of mine, so when I, I had the... Tag on tag on Facebook um, from a friend of mine uh, who normally does the Cascades Park Run. She um, she tagged me to see if I could help out because we just live around the corner. Um, and I'm like, oh, you know, she goes to the photography or marshalling. I said, well, if you need a photographer, let me know. I'll put the camera on charge. So you, your friend's tagged you today and then she's gone off adventuring. She's not even here. No, she's not here at all. Um, she's off helping out down at one of the other park runs volunteering. Awesome. Oh, it's really great to see you out in the orange and uh, welcome along to Park Run. Thank you, and hopefully I'll have a chance to walk the Park Run. The partner's out walking the Park Run today. Excellent. He'll probably pass out later, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we just thought we'd live around the corner, we may as well give it a go. Yeah, no, volunteering's a great part of Park Run. Yeah. Oh, well done, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Howdy guys, we're at the end of Cascades here. We're sitting around the kids' park. And I've got a couple of locals with me. Guys, what's your names? Um, I'm Glenor. I'm Chantal. Hi. And you're local to the area here? Yes, we are. I just local down the road. So how many park runs? We're week three at Cascades. How many have you been to? Uh, This is our first, my first one. Mine as well here in Australia. Um, We've done park runs back home in South Africa, so we're looking forward to start here. Oh, sweet. Excellent. We've um, got a bit of ambition to get to South Africa and do a couple. There's a couple of uh, 
name ones that I wanted to go to just for the to get the name on my list. I want to go oh. to Cannibal's Cave and Piggly Wiggly. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. That sounds awesome. Tick that box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, you need to go down and do the Comrades Marathon. <laughs> I have seriously thought about that. I'm trying to work out whether I do it in an up year or a down year. <laughs> so uh, what brought you along to Cascades today? Oh, just decided, well, as Chantal said, we were doing it back in South Africa. So we yep. just thought, nah, we need to start up again. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. our feet moving. <laughs> so, so how many park runs have you done, each of you? Um, well, I've done back at home around maybe only just 25 or so. So yep. fairly new to it. Yep. yep. Yeah. And at a few different events? Uh, mainly at the same um, event or same spot. Okay, which yeah. one was that? Uh, what is it called? Uh, oh gosh, I don't remember the name <laughs> of the, the complex that we yeah. were in. So yeah, it was just a turn while up and ago. do park run. Turn it's up good and do about it. park run. You can just turn up. You know where to go. As long as you got a park run, you're laughing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you think of the course out here today? Oh, so I think it was a nice course because yeah. it's nice and scenic with the you know with the lakes around it. Yeah. Nice, the volunteers showing us which way to go, making sure that you're not cutting any corners. Um, corners. <laughs> and it's got a couple of nice little bridges and yes. a couple of boardwalks and that on it, which really are really nice. nice in a park run. We always love our park runs that have got a bridge on them. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we might head off to uh, coffee. And uh, thanks for the chat. Thanks, thanks so much. Thank you so much. Enjoyed it. Howdy, park runners. We're here enjoying a lovely coffee and breakfast down at the cafe and I've got Michelle with me. Now Michelle, I've known you for quite a while. You were down at Hastings, which was formerly known as Mornington Peninsula. Correct. And now you're up at Cascades. Tell me a little bit about the Cascades course. Challenging and different. Uh, it's got a couple of U-turns. Uh, beautiful, scenic. It's a, it is path and boardwalk. We do like to call it soft concrete, you know, because a lot of people don't think, well, they think, oh, it's all concrete path. No, we're not going to do that one. But no, we call it soft concrete. You've got a, a nice little bridge and that to cross over to over the wetland. So it's actually quite a nice course. Isn't it? It's just, and, and you can look out. We've got um, a couple of swans. And I also like to think I found a pelican as well. I like to think he's just come over from Hastings to look over me. Just and then, you over? Uh, yeah, and then just probably <laughs> report, report back and tell him what I'm doing. Um but no, it, it, it's just the ecosystem it, it just out here is just gorgeous, with it being a new community as well. Um, yep. So nice. So the area around here, it's exploding as far as the number of houses around. Um, there's people out and around the path everywhere, so you'll slowly reel them into the Parkrun family? Hoping to, slowly. <laughs> we can get them there. It's Look, people see us and they ask which is really good. Or you can say, you know, we're from Park One. Do you, do you like walking? Do you walk the path very often? Yes, they do. Well, why don't you come and join us every Saturday morning? And they're quite happy to go home and register. And as you've seen this morning, you know, we've, you know, we've got a few community there. Yep. We're a bit longer, but, hey, we're only three weeks in, so... And I was really blown away by the fact that you, you had someone that got messaged at 8 o'clock last night, they registered at 8.30 and then volunteered at 8.30, so their first ever park run's a volunteer that they didn't know about at I know, 8 o'clock yeah, last night. Yeah, I didn't know the rules, just knew absolutely nothing. She lives, you know, 500 metres down the road, um, but to actually do that and then put your hand up, you know, for photographer, which you can... 
really hard to get people to do. I was just amazed. And, I th- and that was why I thought she needed that special mention this morning because I just thought that is just the epitome of getting out there and doing and just helping out. You describe your course as challenging, but um, look, it's got a couple of U-turns on some out and backs, but I actually found it pretty good. I've really liked those sections where you're running into such a diverse group of people coming the other way that you get to, you know, encourage and... That's right. And do you know what? Isn't it a shame that we can't high-five? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, But, look, we'll get back to that once, but it's nice to say, and people like that encouragement. You know, yeah. it, it, they might be sort of back of the packers and they might get lapped, but it, it's it, it's the seeing the other people, you know, yeah. and the fact that yeah. we have to actually do the two laps, um, you just get sort of people everywhere on the path. And, and from your finish line, you look out over over the lake basically and you can see three parts of the course from the finish line. You too. can. You yeah. can. That's, uh, that's the beauty of it. I didn't... Uh, Probably until we did that second trial, I didn't realise that that's what you could actually envisage up there. But to see, you know, sort of the, uh, the those two parks, you know, people finishing, yeah. then sort of people on that front park, and then people on the on the boulevard, um, yeah. just stacks. It's great. Cool. Love it. Well, tell me a little bit more about the Michelle, the the tourist Michelle. How many events have you done, and how many different places have you been to? Not many. Not many. Not many. I think I've, uh, I might have done about half a dozen different park runs. Okay, um, so you, I was a you, Hastings. You love your home event. Yeah, I, I was Hastings girl for such a long, long time um, before I sort of got the gumption to start this one. Um, but I was one of those park runners that had the barcode for six weeks and just could not bring myself to get out of the car. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. I was petrified and I did one day at Hastings and welcomed with open arms and that's where it all started you know but you you just got to get out of the car you do you do that's just it and you know and and the parkrun community itself is it it, is so embracing of everything and everybody yep and every pace too it's it's not about the pointy end is it no it's it's everybody it's not it's not and 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 I I look at it, you know, people say, oh, but I can't run. Well, you don't have to. And you're going to get more enjoyment out of walking the first yep. couple of runs. And if you want to give a little bit of a shuffle in, all the better. But yep. if not, walking Walk just as good. Forwards, forward. Yep. That's the yep. way I look at it. Your uh, run briefing this morning, I absolutely loved it. You're oh, full of life. You're full of uh, vigour. You had everyone, though, a champion at the bit to get to the start line. That was brilliant. <laughs> well done. I, I, so I like to see it, as much as I'm only supposed to have two minutes, I like to see it as it's a, um, it's a get up and go. This is exciting. This is parkrun. Well, you did pump the crowd Work up. Work everybody up. Everyone, you said, let's go over to the start line. It was almost like a race. Everyone started their garments to yeah, get to the start yeah, line. Yeah, I know. Everybody was a little <laughs> bit over in their time. That's probably why. But, uh, yeah, and just to see all those people. Yeah. yeah, just see yeah. all those out there lined up, ready to go, and the dogs and the mums and the dads <laughs> with the prams. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. I thought it was a little bit challenging for the, the mums with the prams, but like she said, we just make it work. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that looks yeah. like you're building a great little community already, week three, and it looks like it's going really well. It was a really oh, fun event to get to, and uh, breakfast has been really good, well worth the venture over the road. Oh, it had, Steve, the manager, has been amazing, so accommodating, yep. so accommodating. Um, look, we've got our own little space you love just the places for run. puts a big space aside for parkrun has their own parkrun yeah. special yeah. menu and yeah. specials for parkrun and he he didn't know parkrun anything about parkrun 5 weeks ago yep you know it's just 
We've educated him. All right. Well, thanks for your time, Michelle. Great event. Loved it. And I'll be back. Thank you very much. Hello, Parkrun Adventurers. This is Mark reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. And we've driven down the road from Canberra to Braidwood, to the Braidwood Showgrounds Parkrun. And uh, it's the first time that I've worn gumboots at Parkrun. Um, and I'm run, actually run director here today, and I'm here with the, the ED, Kelly. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. First off, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Happy 26th birthday. Thanks. I appreciate that, Mark. It looks like, um, you know, there's certainly some encouragement from a lot of Cam- for a lot of Cameroons to come down to Braidwood and celebrate your birthday with you today, but I'm not sure with this weather many people will actually turn up. I'm surprised anyone's turned up. It's freezing and it's pouring down, but um, so far it's all Canberrans. God love you lot. You're great. <laughs> we uh, the last time that I think we were here, we um, we did also have another rainy day. We're all huddled underneath the umbrellas for the run briefing, but we won't be doing that today. We'll keep our social distancing going today. Uh, so, how's Braidwood Park Run been going over the, the last couple of months since um, the restart? Um, actually really well. Good morning. Um, really well. It's going really well. We've had to have two weeks off because there were things on at the showground, but apart from that, it kind of came back into full force as much as Braidwood does. So, no, it's been really, really good and good catching up with everyone again too. Braidwood's a small town. Uh, what, what does this park run mean to the community of Braidwood? I think mainly it's just something that's here constantly there's nothing in Braidwood as in there's no gyms there's um there's nothing really that's there for people to go to on a regular basis so park runs that that stable that's here every Saturday rain (laughs) or shine um yeah it's just something we can all get out and have a chat and enjoy and yeah it just it really does bring the community together it's really lovely now I know you've done some other park runs outside of Braidwood Without naming Braidwood in this, what is your top three park runs? Oh, talk about putting me on the spot. Oh, jeez. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed Gungarlan. Uh, what have I done? Uh, Lake Macquarie. Lake Macquarie was beautiful. I really enjoyed Mount Ainsley, Bateman's Bay, Goulburn. Okay, I've gone oh, past yeah, three. Oh, <laughs> I love all of them. <laughs> All right, thanks for your time. We better go. Flat. Flat. All right, we better go set up. Thanks, Kel. Thanks, Mark. See you soon. All right, I'm at the finish line here with Lauren. Good morning, Lauren. How was your park run? It was a little bit wet. Yes, wet today, but yeah, good fun being out there with everyone. This seems to be a pattern for when we come out to Braidwood that we also bring the rain. Yeah, it does seem to be a trend. I think the locals might not be so keen on us coming from now on if, if that's the pattern that we bring. Maybe when there's a drought, we can come back. Uh, yeah, yeah, they might be up for that, definitely. All right, so today there was a bit of a volunteer take, takeover, which you organised. Well done. What was your inspiration behind organising this uh, takeover and how did it all work? So Braidwood had a rough year in 2019. They had been going through drought, a farming community, um, but then they also were surrounded by fires for four months and their park run couldn't go ahead because of the, the, all the smoke that was happening. Um, and then so we, we came out in February last year and we brought the rain with us. There wasn't that many locals and we thought, how about we come out again and we'll fill their roster so the locals can have a run. Um, they're not just standing in the rain for us to come out and have a run and we plan to do that a week uh, um, 
this week a year ago so the week that COVID shut everything down for everyone for quite a period of time so when things started happening again in Canberra um, we ran into Kelly and her husband um, who Kelly's the event director out here and um, we kind of started the idea again of how about we do what we planned to do a year ago how about we come out fill the roster let the locals have a run and, and we'll be the volleys for the day and put the word out through a local gun runners group and here we are got it got a got the gun runners and people from Gungawan Park Run and Waggy Ridge Park Run to come fill the volunteer roster. Yeah, so yeah, no, we've had a very dedicated team because we did have to move it a week yeah. as well at very short notice because Braidwood um, couldn't do their event last week and yeah, very committed team that have come out today um, to support, yeah, the local, local park run community out here. Yeah, it was a good idea because, as you said, like it is a small parkrun group here and it's the same people who tend to volunteer, mm. which we see a lot of parkruns. But, yeah, for these guys, it's very small and they don't necessarily always get to mark up a parkrun. So it's a good initiative. Well done. And um, let's go get some coffee and hot breakfast, yeah? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good warm-up. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. Alrighty, parkrun adventurers. It's Lyndall and this morning I am checking in for the Channel 5 News crew from Mullaney Trail Park Run, we have twisted and turned and climbed our way up through the fog and the mist. And um, we're in the Sunshine Coast hinterland, up on top of a hill on top of the Blackall Range at Mullaney to check out a relatively new park run, park run number 14 today at Mullaney Trail. Um, so I'm going to do a bit of um, investigating and adventuring today. The trail runs through the, the trees adjacent to the golf course here in Mullaney. Um, and I have it on pretty good authority that there are platypus viewable from the course. So I'm going to test out that theory. I've never actually seen a platypus before. So I'm going to give it a go, see if I can find some wildlife. And um, yeah, check in with some of the park runners after we run. Okay, so part, post park run, I have caught up with family McKenna. What's your name? Matthew. Theo. Amanda. Phoebe. Now, Phoebe, you did a special thing today. Mm-hmm. What happened today? You wore a cape? Mm-hmm. Why did you wear your cape? Because I was doing a 50. My 50th. 50th park run. High five. I can't do a high five anymore, can I? That's no fun. We'll just have to make a sound effect. All right, high five. Now, how did it feel to run your 50th park run? Good. And do you run here all the time? Most of the time, yes. Yeah, and have you been to other park runs too? Mm-hmm. And what do you like most about park run? Because we can run a lot. Yep. And we can just do whatever we want. Yeah, and you have fun. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so family McKenna, 50 park runs, but Mulaney's only been going for 14 weeks. So what other park runs have you been to? What's your park run story? We started in Bathurst, New South Wales, and then we moved up here to Queensland and we've been adventuring. We've done Glasshouse, Baringa, Golden Beach, Kiwana, Nambour, Nambour, and then Majimba. tourist stuff has been of late. We've done Hobart and Devonport yeah. as well. Um, down central New South Wales, there was Orange and um, a few others. Mudgee, I think yeah. we did Mudgee. You did Mudgee. So we've kind of tried to make the most of whenever we've travelled, incorporating yeah. a park run and 
and knocking out as many as we can. All right, well, so I found some kindred spirits here on the parkrun adventurers. So as adventurers, what would you say are your favourite three parkruns that haven't been your home? We did one at Newcastle. I can't remember I started with a B. I think it was pretty phenomenal in the trees. Um, Blackbutt, I believe it was Blackbutt, which was really quite exceptional. It has emus in a cage inside the park run, and it's all undercover canopy. It's really pretty. It's really, really beautiful. Um, it holds a special place in our heart because that's where we started. Yeah, Bathurst was pretty good. I got my 50 there, so, yeah. yeah. 50s are always special, aren't they, all your milestones? And then I guess it's, you know, we, we do a bit between Glasshouse and Mulaney, um, but both of these ones, even though we're sort of fairly new to the area, um, they both hold a special place for us because they're, they're so pretty um, and both have a lot of good canopy, which is great in summer. Fantastic. Yeah, so I've come up from Brisbane and I run at Bunyville, which is the same. There's lots of trees there, but a lot of the courses there are all on the river and on the bay and it's just hot as. So it was lovely being up here in the mist and the cloud and the forest. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's one of our favourites and especially through summer. It's nice to find the shady ones. All right, so what's next? What's your next adventure going to be? I want to get Ocean View done because we're trying to chase the alphabet challenges and our namely as well. So Phoebe needs to get an O. So we're going to go do Ocean View, and that's our closest, our Nendi. Get your mountain climbing shoes on for that one. Yeah, I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we're moving to Yapoon at the end of the year, so we're going to be locals to Yapoon and Rockhampton, and we'll do a bit of travelling up there, like Emerald and wherever else. Knock knock, knock in a few others out, out, out in the heat, no doubt, Central Queensland. You should, um, I reckon you might, guys might be showing up on the statesman list before you know it. Maybe. I haven't looked at it. It's everyone in Queensland, so get on to that, I reckon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we travelled to Cairns area, like, July last year, but, of course, it was still all shut down. Yeah. We, we could have got our Y up there. Yeah. yeah. Yungaburra, but, yeah. Anyway, we'll get there. All right. It is. It's an adventure. It's just so much fun. So thanks for talking to us today on the podcast, and um, happy park running. Cheers. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Alrighty, so I've caught up with today's run director, Anita. How are you going today? You've doubled, you're multitasking here, handing out watermelon and being interviewed. I'm going okay. It was a very early start. It was very dark and it was very misty, but we got there okay. The weather held out for us, which was fantastic. It sure did. I actually packed a change of clothes today because I thought it might just so rain on me. <laughs> But as it was a very um, very foggy drive up to Mullaney today, is that a normal experience here? Yes, it is. You got the full Mullaney experience. <laughs> yes, you sure did. Yeah, no, um, we live in the clouds, which is a beautiful place to be. Now, you're relatively new here. Um, week 14, I believe it is. Yes, we kicked off in December. Yep. And what's that been like, getting a new park run up and running um, post-COVID? Um, well, it fell mainly to a beautiful woman called Jo Turner, who's done most of the hard yards, and she's done a fantastic job, but it wasn't easy. It took her a fair while. It's been a work in progress for um, a couple of years now, I believe. So, yeah, she's done a fantastic job, and it's going solidly. So, yeah, no no, no problems once we got over the initial hurdles. Yep. It looks like your volunteer board is pretty full, so you're obviously getting some support 
support here in the community? Yeah, we've got a really nice local community and we've got a good pool that we can call on whenever we need to, which is great. Including yourself, Anita. Yes. <laughs> now, are you a runner as well? Yeah, I run. I try and do sort of every other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really enjoy it. And on my volunteer weeks, I just often run the course afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And have you done much adventuring since we are on a Park Run Adventuring podcast? Have you touristed to many other park runs? Um, I have only really done the Sunshine Coast ones. Yeah. I haven't been. For, I've got young children, so I don't get further afield very often. Um, but yeah, no. Joe, jo, the um, event director, he's trying to convince me to do some more sort of broader trail running and stuff yeah. as well, which would be fun. She's got one called the Gladiator coming up that sounds terrifying, yes. but she's trying to talk me into that. It's called the Gladiator. It sounds frightful. And, and but but uh, that's what I said, and then she said, "Oh no, you just dress up as a gladiator." And I thought, "Well, that could be quite oh, fun." Yeah. <laughs> So that's coming up soon. So watch this space. Watch this space. Yeah. And how did you get into parkrun? If you've done some on the Sunshine Coast, you've been doing it for a little while? or Yeah, I have. So I got just word of mouth, really. Um, and I just really like the concept. So I'm a, I work as a GP during the week locally. And I just love the idea of prescribing it to my patients. as yeah. yeah, a social thing and a really great thing for fitness. Yeah. yeah. So how do your patients take that? I mean, I don't want to yeah, so do any confidentiality they, here. Um, but they is they it get well terrified about the word park run and I said no but you can do a park walk and then they sort of go oh <laughs> so yeah once they realize it's not necessarily running it's it's yeah generally really well accepted and yeah we've had quite a few turn up which is really lovely yeah and you do you prescribe it for the social benefits as well yeah. have, you, have you said to anyone just come and volunteer yes yeah I have well I should probably do that more but yeah I sort of encourage them to do a bit of both yeah, yeah but you're exactly right yeah I mean we get a lot of um, you know volunteering can be so enriching as well so yeah no it's wonderful it's absolutely fantastic I love the concept excellent well thank you Anita for everything that you've done here for Park Run. now these ladies here are scanning should I nab them while I am here I think I should what are your names and how are you today I'm Sue and I'm Alice and you are holding the fort here scanning everybody in here comes a customer for you right now um, how have you found being at Mulaney Park Run? Thank you. Love it because I live here, so I don't have to drive down the coast. It's nice it's on our doorstep. Waited a long time for it and very happy it's here. Yeah. So, Sue, so you've done other park runs before Mulaney started? I have. Yes, yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any favourites or key highlights? Um, well done, guys. Mm, not really, no. I just love them all. They've all got something to yeah, offer, all got something different. Yeah. yeah. I reckon it's either that's 100%. They're all different and they all bring something special to the community and to runners, yeah. All right. And Mulaney Park Run's going pretty well? Going really, really well. Loving it, loving it. Did the first one and it was just brilliant and now it's just every week it's just so good. So I'd run it and then other weeks I'd just volunteer. So try and mix it up a bit. That's Fantastic, great. that's great. And how about you? Do you run and walk as well? No, I don't. This is my second time as volunteering and I'm not able to run or walk the 5Ks but um, I'm enjoying volunteering. Fantastic. Did and you have, have you... Well, so you'll yes, come more and come every yeah, week or...? Yeah. Hopefully, most yeah. weeks, yeah. yes. I just realised... Yes. I was put onto this by my son who yeah. does the run most weeks. Yeah. Oh, that's terrific. Well, I hope yeah, you continue to enjoy your volunteer experience. Yeah. So we scan the tail runner? Oh, oh sorry. hello. Sorry. We're still... It's all right. We're, we're OK. I realise that I'm multitasking yes. here. Yeah. Um, so volunteering you found... And have you found it easy? Yes. And everyone is so helpful in explaining explaining things very easy and very friendly 
That is fantastic. So thank you for volunteering and thank you for your contributions to Parkrun in general. And we'll hopefully see you again sometime. Alrighty, adventurers, that is a wrap from Mullaney Trail Parkrun. I realised I didn't really talk much about the course. It's lovely. There's, you know, a bit of everything, bit of concrete, bit of cross country, beautiful trail through the forest up here in Mullaney. Look, honestly, do yourself a favour, get up here, check it out. Um, it's a lovely, you know, fairly small little park one. They had 76 finishes today, so definitely friendly and happy and, you know, love having tourists here. So check it out and I will sign off now for the Channel 5 News Crew. And thank you to Toc, Mark and Lyndall for the roving reports. It was... Um I, th- I think it was it was kind of special there, Mel, to see that that effort at um, at Braidwood Showgrounds. I was I was searching for the name there for a second, but at Braidwood Showgrounds, that was a lovely gesture to take over there on Kelly's birthday too, uh, to to take over by the the gun runners and the ACT park runners there and and give them a day to enjoy their own park run. Yes, Ollie, shower hats and gumboots. Yep, I mean, you, you would have thought it was actually a birthday theme with, with a nice dress-up like that. I know, I'm pretty impressed. And Mark was down there, what, uh, guest uh, RDing by all accounts. Yeah, nice work, nice work. And look, great volunteering all round. It was lovely to hear of the uh, yeah the, the fresh new volunteer photographer from Talk and, um, you know, it's some some nice stories from from Parkrun all round, and and I have to say, congratulations, Lyndall, on another event. Got to be happy with a new event. Yes. And Ollie, we had some more posts, some more uh, attendees at Daz's Cafe this week. Yeah, it was nice to have a bit of company there. And one of them was Marvellous Mark. Yes. Who said, Gumboots at Braidwood Showgrounds, Parkrun today being run director. And there was a photo of Mark wearing his lovely gumboots. And it did make me wonder, is there a precedence for a gumboot parkrun has anybody run a parkrun in their gumboots like i've i've seen people do them in thongs and yes. barefoot but yep. it, you know is is there a a club for gumboot running for gumboots i think it's going to have to be a discussion point at next week's daz's cafe to be perfectly honest but i haven't seen any surely it's got to have happened surely there, there are some some crazies out there that have tried that I feel compelled to go and get myself a pair of fancy gumboots. <laughs> Might come in useful at juniors. Yeah, I mean, I'd, hey, look, there was even gumboot envy out there. So Jason McDonald at Ashgrove there wanted to borrow Mark's gumboots as well. So uh, I think Mark's a bit of a trendsetter, Mel. Could be. Mm. But my friend and yours, Chris Fraser, he was at Sandon Point this week. Ollie, he was, he says, went back to my original parkrun, Sandon Point, wet like most of New South Wales, but big turnout regardless. Old park run, but new bakery. Black Diamond, Bully, a solid four, plus Lamington dessert. I had a shoelace tying fail today. Don't think I've had one of those before. Cost valuable seconds. Now I'm going to have to run again next week. Would have been a nice consistent pace run for an undulating course except for the shoelace. <laughs> that rookie mistake. I can feel the pain there, Chris. I can feel the pain. Uh, but, look, sounds like the uh, the snacks afterwards 
made up for it or more than made up for it. Double knots, Chris. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I didn't die a double knot, but hey, you know, Chris will learn. Chris will learn. Um, speaking of learning, Mel, I don't want to be the pronunciation police here. Uh, Bulleye. Oh, I was going to say that. What's Black Diamond Bully? Bulleye. What, what is, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even get the reference. Uh, Bulleye. Bulleye. So Sandon Point is uh, neighbouring on Bulleye. And uh, so location in the northern Wollongong, Illawarra area. Beautiful spot. Oh, and what's Black Diamond? Is that the name of the cafe? Yeah, New Bakery the by bakery. the sounds of it. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. it's all making sense. That's it. And rated four stars on debut. So Right, okay. So for future reference, Ollie, you can read out the New South Wales uh, <laughs> related <laughs> comments. Noted. Noted. And I'll stick to the Victorian ones. Sorry, Mel. <laughs> All right, well, here's my first attempt. A, a biblical arc run at Mossman today. Noah doubting it. Thank you, Simon Mackley. That's not really a stretch. <laughs> I think I'm getting stitched up here. Yeah, one I'm, I'm pretty familiar with, but that did look wet. That did look wet. I didn't know whether, you know, the yachts had moved or uh, the harbour had shifted. It was wet there. Yeah, Mossman had their own lake going on. Yeah. For the cheaters. Shout out to the dirty cheaters. Yes. Okay, and we had Bruce Purdy at Goldfields Reservoir. One hell of a brunch at the Bull and Mouth after one heck of a PB at the Goldfields Reservoir Park Run. And so lovely to see water in the reservoir too. Nice work, Bruce. Indeed. Yeah, well done. Congratulations. Yeah, and it is nice to see some of our our uh, water bodies filling up. That is uh, an absolute positive of what we're seeing uh, with the weather contrasting what we saw a year ago, that's for sure, albeit now a bit more challenging. Oh, I know. Last year, like, the whole country was on fire. Well, that's it. It was really quite sad seeing you know, obviously the wildlife um, struggling with, with lack of water, certainly around the local here. Uh, and and in many places. So uh, thanks for that report, Bruce, and uh, congratulations once again. And, look, one close to my heart, large latte, please. Talk. <laughs> He's putting in his order. <laughs> here, here. Yes, I trust that Daryl filled that. Sorry, Dazza. Well, he certainly can next week because I do believe that the O'Connells may be in town. Ooh, in town, in the vicinity of Ellis Palace Park Run next weekend. So stay tuned for that. Fantastic. We look forward to it. And Alison King. Oh, how did I end up with this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me just have a crack and then you can correct me. Poirua? For the record here, I don't think I'm the authority. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got more connection to New Zealand than I do. Oh. Okay, all right. I'm going to give you at least one thumb up and then Alison can correct us. Yes. I can't say it, Ollie. I went to Porirua, then went to Lua. Porirua? Yep. <laughs> I went to this New Zealand place, then I went to Lower Hut Cafe where I sorted the tokens. That New Zealand place was my 28th New Zealand park run course, slowly edging closer to countryman status, hashtag Alterowan. The weekend is still young. Six freedom runs tomorrow. That sounds like a good weekend, Mel. Sorry for the um, creative license in your in your comment, Alison. Now we're really uh, breaking the mould. Um, <laughs> Irene, course PB at Dandenong Park Run uh, for Path and I at Dandenong today, followed up by Chili Omelette. At the Publix Corner, so good, filled with mashed potato. Yum. Yeah, that did look good. And 
Mel, was there a was there a follow up visit to the actual Dazza's Cafe there? Yes, because you know only the special people get late night visits to Dazza's Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> All night trading. I mean, I know. Yeah, I, I didn't know that that Dazza got a special peck on the cheek though. Like he makes a good coffee. He deserves it. <laughs> yes, but only decaf on offer at Dazza's Cafe in the flesh. Yes, Andrew Turner. Karkarook. We were greeted by a glorious sunrise on our first visit to Karkarook, a great two-lapper with an Olympian in attendance. Yeah, I saw that photo and I've. it's no secret that I love a glorious sunrise, but who was the Olympian? I want to know. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's a real cliffhanger. I'm really hanging out to know now. I actually looked at Karkarook's results trying to figure that out, but... I'm clearly not up to speed on my Olympians because <laughs> I couldn't work it out. So uh, if you could get back to us, Andrew, that would really be appreciated. Yeah, tell us, Andrew. But beautiful photo, beautiful sunrise, love the morning light. And Janet Reed came in with a late comment, a bit late to the party, but it was an iced coffee, a big bowl of the best chips in South Australia, possibly the world, followed by a glass of wine to celebrate the safe but early arrival of our grandson. Now, I think that's well and truly a good excuse to be late, Janet, and a fantastic excuse to celebrate. Congratulations. I know. That was a little bit exciting. Yeah. Having a little arrival like that. Yes. Fabulous. I hope all are well and all are enjoying those special moments. And uh, look, Janet wasn't the only one late to the party. We had Jeff Whiffen as well. So, hey, what's a what's a party? What's a cafe if you don't have some fashionably late guests? Uh, it makes <laughs> it. So a uh, bit late to the party also. But Narelle and I ventured off to Laylor Park Run, continuing to pick up event numbers and new events to slowly work our way towards Statesman, nice work. Yes, Jeff is making a good effort at ticking off the Victorian events for statesmanship but also juggling his spreadsheet so that when he does do a new event, it also ticks off a Wilson Index number. So he's making a good effort at, uh, what would you call it, ticking all his boxes at once. Yeah, well, that's that's impressive. That's impressive. I think I need to do quite a lot of that. So I'll have to watch a few of Jeff's stats and uh, pick up a few tips. He's got everything planned out for the whole year, Ollie. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> plans can go awry. Um, so good luck, Jeff. <laughs> Not going to say anything else. Yes, don't you go mozzing us, Oliver Spake. <laughs> You've been warned yes. about this. That's right. But... Thank you, everyone. It was a lovely time. I'd say morning, but it was a whole weekend spent with you at Dazza's Cafe. So fantastic. Thank you all for sharing. We look forward to more coffee and more park run chatting and faffing next week. We do. But, Mel, um, speaking of ticking off park runs, um, we've we've had some fellow park runners who've kind of uh, taken that uh, a little further in, in one of our favourite ways, really. So uh, we've heard from Alison over in New Zealand who the day after Park Run Day took it a little bit further, as I think she alluded at the cafe there, and a bunch of Kiwis have uh, delivered, uh, I suppose, a bit of a New Zealand smorgasbord or um, I'm going to say a tasting half dozen, Mel. 
Well, as I think, you know, fitting for New Zealand events. But was there any ice creams involved, Dolly? Let's have a listen. Alison King here reporting in from New Zealand for the Channel 5 News crew. Um, It's not Park Run Day today. I'm actually recording this on Sunday. I'm down in the Wellington region for a longest park run. There's a crew of us who are going to do about six of the park run courses down in the lower North Island. So we'll see what I can record from it. So we've just finished running at Lower Hutt Park Run and I'm here with Julia Gordon who is a Lower Hutt regular. So morning Julia. Good morning Alison. I'm puffing here. (laughs) So um, Lower Hutt's the first on our six times 5k trip and you run this probably more times than anything else. Yes this is my home run. Um, I started here at Lower Hutt in 2012 at event number five. That's when I discovered Park Run and I haven't looked back. And you're a bit of a parkrun tourist yourself, aren't you? Yes, my husband and I love travelling um, and we do a lot of Australian runs because our son lives in Queensland and we did do quite a few different countries before lockdown put an end to it. And you're one of our countrymen or Aotearoans or however you yes, want to call it. <laughs> yes, there's a, a slightly notorious group of us here at Lower Hutt who make an effort to go to all the new park runs, often to the inaugurals, because here in New Zealand there isn't a problem with going to inaugurals. And so, yes, there's a group of about a dozen or five or six of us here at Lower Hutt who've done all 33 runs. And today, well, this is your second second time at doing this bus trip. So can you tell us about the, the first time it ran a couple of years ago? Yeah, um, actually, my husband and I went on the first trip but we actually didn't go on the bus we only we drove in our car and just did three because I had my very first marathon a week later and I didn't fancy doing 25 in a day so we just joined in and did three of them yeah can you tell us about the Lower Hutt course for those listeners who've never heard of it yeah Lower Hutt is um, a city but it's actually really close to Wellington only about 20 minutes drive from Wellington City it's the first park run to start in New Zealand. We started um, in May, it started in May 2012, a couple of months before the big uh, Cornwall Park, which is the main Auckland one. Um, It's a course by the Hutt River in the Hutt Valley, as you can tell from the name. Um, And it's quite an exposed course along the stop bank of the river. It's an out and back. And we have a rather well-known northerly wind that we often have to contend with on the return. If it's a southerly wind, that's quite quite nice for the return, but then it, sometimes in winter it's like it's from the Antarctic. So <laughs> there are pros and cons of both northerlies and southerlies. Yes, um, it's a really pretty course, like first thing in the morning with the sun coming up and the, the sky and yeah, taking a few pictures. Yes, it's <laughs> lovely by the river. and. Um, it's a course that, although it's quite exposed, we have never once had to close due to flooding or bad weather. Um, even though on other days of the week there have been flooded parts of the course, it's always been OK by Saturday. So only closed due to lockdowns. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. Now, I, we were talking as we were coming along during this Freedom Run about what your top three top three park yes. runs that not include in your home park runs. So have you chosen your yes, top three? Yes, I've been thinking about it as I came along here on the last couple of Ks. Um, I love Queenstown which I've done, I've only done once, but I've done a couple of freedom runs there. Um, Queenstown in the far south is absolutely beautiful. 
and I also love Greytown Woodside Trail Park Run, which is in the Wairarapa region, which is about one hour's drive from here, north from here. It's a rural, a really rural run with cows over the fence and beautiful vistas of the Tararua Ranges. And your third, oh, third oh my one. third one. That's a bit tough. I particularly like a new one in Auckland called Hobsonville Point Park Run, which is about half an hour from the city, west from the city. And it's been, I'm not quite sure how long it's been going. May, a year or two, yeah. And it's on the site of an old Air Force base, which is now a whole new town and village with brand new houses and nice cafes. And it's on the upper reaches of the Auckland Harbour. So um, it's a really lovely one. Done it twice, two or three times, I think. Cool, thanks so much, Julia. So we've just run Porirua Park Run's course. So I'm here with Lizzie Alton-Walters, who's a well-known tourist of these parts. So welcome to the show, Lizzie. Thank you. Uh, would you like to describe the Porirua course for us? Um, it's another out and back along a river, but this one has a steady incline up to the turnaround point. And the downhill is always a lot faster than the uphill. Um, and then underfoot, it's sort of um, gravelly, pathy stuff. So it's quite easy on the legs, surface-wise, but not gradient-wise. <laughs> So what's brought you out on this bus trip today? Um, I'm actually moving back to the UK next week, um, so it's a nice time to spend with all of my parkrun friends and to um, revisit all the courses that I've done around the the south and north island. So you've been touristing quite a bit, I've seen. Um, So I came out to New Zealand in 2016 and I was only going to be here for a year on my working holiday visa and my plan was to get all of the parkruns done in that time. Um, So there was 15 when I moved and now there's 33 and obviously as parkrun's grown I have stayed on. <laughs> not, I'm not saying that one caused the other but it's not a coincidence um, and so I've now currently got 32 of the 33 and I've got one Saturday left next week to get my last one. And that one will be? Barry Curtis in South Auckland. Yeah. Is that close to the airport for you? No it's not <laughs> and I'm actually going to have to go from Rotorua up to Barry Curtis back to Rotorua with all of my stuff. So it's not actually that practical but I can't miss out on the opportunity of getting all of them. No. Um, so your parkrun story started in the UK? Yes, it did. November 2011. I was a student at university and my course was four years, so a lot of people had already left after three years, so there wasn't a lot of partying. Also, I was, seemed to be ages older than everyone else. Um, so we looked for something else to do on Saturday morning rather than go out on a Friday night, and we found parkrun. So that was in Cardiff, and that was a beautiful course that I was very spoiled with because it was pan flat and very fast. <laughs> And then I moved to Bristol, where it was not planned flat, and Ashton Court is more hilly than Porirua. Wow. And um, so I did 110 of my parkruns there. So we, the hill never got easier. <laughs> How many different parkruns have you run? 69. 69. Or okay. 70. I can't remember whether um, Little Stoke still counts on my stats. I or think not. it should still count. Okay, so I yeah. think it's 70 by now. Okay. So out of all of those parkruns, not including either of your home parkruns, because I'm going to count Ashton. <laughs> Court is your home in the UK and Lower Hutt is your home in New Zealand. Fair enough. What are your top three? Um, Gisborne, New Zealand. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, again, flat, which is my thing, um, but all along the coast and then up at the river a bit and it's just everything that you could want in a parkrun course. Um, Tampere, I think I'm saying that right, in Finland. Um, really, really lovely course. It was very cold and the lake was entirely frozen over and it was just completely different to anywhere I'd ever run. And I did that with my brother and my sister who are also parkrun, parkrunners, so that was a very special one to me. And Bushy Park obviously yeah um there's nothing like it on earth so yeah cool and congratulations yesterday for your 400th park run thank you yeah it's yeah. good good to get that while in new zealand yeah absolutely yeah cool right well let's get back on the bus brilliant thanks 
So I'm here with Christina Cameron. We've just run the Kapiti Coast Park Run course and this is Christina's local. So do you want to tell us about it, Christina? Yeah, sure. So the Kapiti Coast Park Run runs along the Waikanae River. It's a really beautiful course, um, mostly gravel trail. There's no hills or anything. It's out and back. So pretty flat? Pretty flat, yeah. And I noticed it was a gravelly surface, so it can be a little bit trickier. Yeah, so uh, occasionally the river washes away parts of the track and they have to resurface it every now and then, so yeah. That makes it interesting. Yeah. yeah. So why are you on the bus today? Well, I did it two years ago when there were only five park runs to do and now there's another one. Uh, so I really enjoyed it the first time around. There's nothing quite like being on a bus full of like-minded sweaty runners. And good to do your park run as well. Yeah, yeah, so it's good good to have my one in, in there, um, you know, show off my park run to the yeah. others. <laughs> you were pretty pretty speedy this morning. Yeah, I guess home turf advantage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and discounting your home park run, what would be your top three favourite park runs? Well, I go to Christchurch quite often, so I quite like Hagley Park Run. That, that's a nice flat and fast course. Um, I've also done Poriroa Park Run a couple of times, um, so I, it, it's more fun on the downhill. Um, the first couple of k's is, is straight up and then it's a nice run down. Um, and then Puringa Park Run, uh, it's nice um, just just sort of running in a toxic wasteland I guess. But the, the people there are wonderful, they really get into it. Um, people dressing up, the marshals and everything, so I really enjoyed that one too. Cool. Well, let's hope we have a, an enjoyable rest of the day. We've got three to go. Yeah, three down, three to go. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So I'm sat on the bus with Bruce. We've just done Palmerston North Park Run. Um, Bruce McArdle is one of the Lower Hutt originals and the organiser of this bus trip. So. Correct. Yes. Um, can you describe the Palmerston North Park Run for us, Bruce? The, the Palmerston North Park Run is quite a fast park run. I've done it four times. I've got three PBs. I, I'm reluctant to go back, but I'm happy to be there for a freedom run today with everybody else on board the coach. And uh, well, can you tell us about the course? The course, well, yeah. it's quite flat. It's uh, yeah, it's quite, and it's uh, along along the beside the Manawatu River. Um, on a good day, it's it's really pleasant. I can imagine on a on a bit of a windy day, which can get a lot in Palms North, it would be quite horrible. But um, the days I've been there, it's been lovely. So, yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a nice out and back today. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So tell us about this bus trip. How did it come about? Well, it's because of these guys. The Park Run Adventure is... I'm an avid listener, and I heard about the, the longest day trips, and I thought, well, that's a good idea. Well, we could do that. So I suggested it at the start run of... You know, the start line of a park run one morning, and, and I got a very positive response when I said, so I went ahead and did it, uh, organised the bus, and uh, told people about it, created an event on them, and yeah, and we did it two years ago, and we had 30 odd people on the coach, and was was well organised for last year because this time was when we went into lockdown, and so that had to be abandoned, and uh, so here we are back for the, the third year, but the second running of. So Parkrun adventurers say that we're a little bit early in doing ours because they do it in Australia in June. Oh, okay. Well, we do it. Well, we did the, the first one after daylight saving finished, so we ran out of daylight. So this time I was determined to do it before daylight saving finished. And the, 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 yeah. So and when when it got a bit cooler, like it's, it's been a very pleasant day, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, ideal, really, condition-wise. Yeah. Mm. And I suppose we do have a lot of travel time between 
a number of the park runs. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah, it seems gone pretty quick because most people have been sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, out of all the park runs that you've run, Bruce, not yeah. including the two yeah. home park runs yeah. that you claim on your, your April park, <laughs> um, what are your, your top three? Uh, my top three would have to be, I haven't done a lot, um, with Hamilton Lakes, I enjoyed a lot. Uh, 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 New Plymouth uh, was, was, was really good as well, and uh, I'd have to say Palmer's the North because I've, I've ticked off three PBs there. So yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much. All right, it's a pleasure. So I've just finished Greytown Woodside Trail, and I'm here with Mel McGregor, and this is her home park run. So thanks for coming on this trip today, Mel. Oh, I've loved it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And can you tell us about this course, the Greytown Rail Trail? Yeah. It's a lime course, and on one side it's got some tall pines, which protect us really well in the summer and give us some shelter from some wind in the winter. And um, there's a few little um, streams that you cross, and it's just a gentle run or gentle walk or gentle stroll it's really lovely course yes it's a nice out and back yeah out and back here yeah. uh, what brought you on the bus trip today um well i'm friendly with bruce and fiona and bruce had heard about um something that had been done overseas and he put it out there to us and i also went on this first one so this is my second, yeah, time. second time loved it the first time and i didn't want to miss it this time yeah. are you yeah. much of a parkrun tourist outside of this trip um no just just local um i've done hamilton which is my favorite i love the hamilton track and just um freedom runs if i'm somewhere yeah, yeah and do as much as i can yeah, i was going to ask you your top three park runs outside yeah. of your home park run so but... definitely <laughs> hamilton's my top and today and other times i've done it potidoa and kapiti stunning courses awesome yeah. cool and yeah. how are your legs today um my glutes are very tight yeah um but if bruce says that we're going to do this again i am definitely on board again awesome it's been fantastic cool thank you yeah thank you so I'm with Stu Leslie, who is a run director here at Trentham Memorial Park Run, and we've just rounded up our six park runs for the day. So how was your day, Stu? Oh, it was a long day. It was a yeah. long day. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us about this park run that we've just run slash walked around? Uh, Trentham Memorial Park Run is new. I think uh, yesterday we did event seven or eight. We're still seven. very... Seven, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very, very new. Um, we start right next to Barton Bush with all its native trees, which means we have lots of native birds. Uh, we run round the edge of the bush, which some people think is uh, pretty, and then we head out to the river and we run downstream down the Hutt River. Uh, 2.6 k's, we turn around and come back, and when we come back, we run through Barton Bush, which is always the highlight for everyone, I think. It's a very pretty course. Uh, very pretty, yeah, we like it. It's quiet and calm here in the morning, so yeah. we do get a lot of the native birds. Now, how did you um, hear about this bus trip? that we've just been on? Uh, so I know Bruce from Lower Hutt Park Run and he put out the call two years ago to do the first one and we thought it sounded like a good idea at the time so we put our names forward um, and then when uh, last year came around um, we got invited again and we put our names up again. So. But then which COVID is, happened. Then COVID <laughs> happened which is why we're here today. Yeah. 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 Um, are you a bit of a park run tourist yourself? Uh, what have I done? I think I've only done six or seven in New Zealand, so no, not really. Okay, well, out of those, <laughs> yep. discounting Lower Hart and Trentham Memorial, what would be your top three? Uh, okay, so I'm a mainlander. My, my home is Blenheim, so Blenheim's a favourite because it means I get to go home to mum and have a cooked breakfast afterwards. 
Um, I met my wife in Auckland through uh, running, and her home course was Barry Curtis, so that'll always have an emotional connection. Uh, and Greytown. Greytown's very pretty. I like like the cows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how do you feel now that we're, we're all finished? Tired. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to go home and crash. No, yeah. it's been a good day. It's 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 been a great day. Bruce Bruce does well organising these, so it's it's good fun. Good fun. We'll be back for the next one. Cool. Oh, thanks very much. Not a problem. Thank you. So there you have it. That was our six times five k's in a day, also known as the longest longest day um, of Freedom Runs. So we did 335 kilometres on the bus. I'm so glad I didn't have to drive. Um, it was a very long day. Our first park run, we looked at the watches and we started at 6.51 and then we started our last park run at 6.49pm. All in all though, it was a really awesome day meeting lots of new people and sharing stories and just getting a few freedom runs done. So hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you the next time. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. They are only current at the time they are collected, with a 100% chance of an error from time to time. There were no event launches this week, and overall numbers are down due to many event cancellations, particularly in soggy New South Wales. We had 445 events held worldwide, 396 were in Australia and New Zealand, the remainder taking place in Japan, Russia and the Falkland Islands. Down under we had 40,185 runners out of 41,799 worldwide, down by around 10,000 on last week. We had 5,836 PBs, while 1,633 people participated for the first time. New stat for reporting is Junior 10 milestones, of which we had 133. 196 reached their 50 milestone, 105 reached their 100 milestone, and 18 people reached their 250 milestone. A further 16 people called Bingo. Jamie Richardson took the longest with 346 events. Richard Mallock was the quickest with 165 events. We have 12 new or returning statespeople. We have Mark Purcell, Grant Nichols, Belinda Rance, Sarah Doyle, Neil Barnett, Guy Williams, Stuart Lindenmayer, Brendan Bowman, Fei Chong in the ACT, with Neil Barnett becoming now the fourth person in the Triple Statesperson Club. Rachel Telford became a Northern Territorian. Natasha Littler became a stateswoman in South Australia. Last but not least, Nathan Castle became a Victorian statesperson. The biggest movers on the most Aussie New Zealand events list are Matthew Lockhurst, Brent Hale, Michelle Kohler, Matthew Allen, David Ray, Narelle McInnes, Joan Colvin and Mill Clayton, who all jumped nine spots. In the top 20, the only movement this week is Robin Wishworth, who moved from 18 up to equal 16 after running at Port Augusta. Biggest Wilson mover of the week is Nick Bailey, who jumped 16, going from 6 to 22. Bruce McArdle jumped from an already impressive 105 to 117, and in doing so, claims the highest spot in New Zealand. In the ex-podcast host division, Scott Trickett jumped 9 places to 22, just one behind Mel Urbacher. 
Calcaris remains our highest indexer, now on 171. This week's listener question comes from Cameron Drake. It got me so excited and diving down so many rabbit holes, I don't even remember what it was. Something about p-indexes and most runs at a single event. So good it has taken up two tabs of the spreadsheet. Choosing the easy option first, we have 9,922 people who have run at a particular event between 100 and 199 times. 1,235 runners have run at a particular event 200 to 299 times. Getting more serious, we have 63 runners running at an event 300 times. However, we have two people who have run at an event over 400 times, one in New Zealand and one in Australia. Mark Malone has ran 403 of Lower Hutt's 450 runs, which was New Zealand's first event. Similarly, in Australia, Brian Peters has ran 449 of the 470 events run at Main Beach. 449 out of his 478 runs. Yes, Brian has more runs than there has been held at Australia's oldest park run. Astonishing commitment. Now we move on to the Passionista. A curious breed of park runner who should never be discussed on this podcast. However, there are 639 runners who have ran over 100 runs at their home event and never ventured anywhere else. In Australia, Rick Ennis of Darwin has completed 342 runs in the one place, despite having two other events in close proximity. In New Zealand, the title goes to Natalie Smith, who has completed Lower Hutt on 277 occasions. The event with the most passionistas is Rockingham, on 41, followed by Harvey Bay on 14, and Highlands on 13. The mighty Shalhava drops into the list soon after on 11. Okay, now we're warmed up. It's time for the P-Index. This one gets the XLV lookup absolutely smoking. At its upper levels, this is possibly the highest parkrun challenge to chase. Leading this group are two very committed runners on a P-Index of 11. Cassie Hughes of Claysbrook Cove and Craig Robertson of Southbank. Behind them, we have Carolyn Vandermeer, Claire Natalie Wardle, Greg Webster, Michael Bannerman, Nicole Sanday and Richard Wilkins, all on 10. If you're keen to look at these stats in more detail, and who isn't, they can be found on my blog at theinformant.me. That's theinformant, all one word, dot M-E. This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. And some insightful stats there from the informant, Mel. Um, I'm still calculating in my head the numbers there for Main Beach and it was Brian, wasn't it? Brian's stats there. Yes. I think this calls for a sound effect, Ollie. Oh, yeah. Oh, hang on. I'll open <laughs> it in YouTube. Yes. So how has Brian run more park runs, Australian park runs, because I've looked that much up, than main beach park runs? So he was at event number one there. He's done a few more. And um, only guessing, Mel, it's it's New Year's Day doubles. 
it must be Ollie, yeah. but he's also a decent volunteer, having done what, in the vicinity of thirty odd. Yeah, a few dozen. Yeah, roles. Yeah, so nice work, Brian. Yeah, we're going to have to trawl your stats a bit further or uh, listen out for more for the informant. Oh, yeah. So, Ollie, we've got people to do this for us now. Yes. We'll just task the informant to break it down for us and give us the report next week. Yeah. We don't need to be doing this kind of menial stuff. (laughs) Well, I think kudos there to Cam as well for the listener question. I think we've got some, some interesting work there and it sounds like the informant's got his hands full. So uh, a bit more to look into. I was also very interested to hear a couple of moves in the in the Wilson Index there, Mel. Yeah, Scotty jumped this week, Ollie, nine places to get to number 22. I think he's got a mission. Nice. Well, he's clearly executing it. Mm. <laughs> Maybe he'll get his own sound effect next week. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. What events have a 23 coming up that Scotty could possibly go into? Oh, again? Outsource. (laughs) Noted, noted. Well, clearly doing exceedingly well uh, compared to my own. So uh, good work. Good work, Scotty. Good work, everyone. Good work, Bruce McArdle as well, who we heard also as part of the the mega day there, the longest day in New Zealand. Thank you, Alison. Yeah, but Ollie, hang on. In the UK and in Australia, do not... We usually run these events in June. Why is New Zealand doing it in March? Virtually on the equinox there. So it's kind of like the Goldilocks day, but maybe that's why they did six instead of seven. I mean, that was probably more logistics. Hell of a job there. So well done, Bruce, and all of the the Kiwi crew there for uh, for traversing and sharing with us some, some amazing park runs. Again, the list grows, but in March... Um, the answer is I don't know, Mel. I mean, for some reason that I can't quite recall or maybe have never explored, we do ours around the shortest day because that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I know, right? So it started in the UK and the UK quite wisely chose to do it on the longest day of the year where they had the most sunlight Yep, and they could fit in the most amount of park runs. But in Australia, if we did it on our longest day, it would be in ridiculous heat and nobody would want to do it. So we chose to do it on our shortest day. Therefore, ergo, we end up running the first one and the last one in the dark. Well, yeah, (laughs) and that's when things go to plan. Yeah. So New Zealand's not so silly. Do they have daylight savings in New Zealand? Uh, well, actually, hang on. No, forget that because that doesn't actually give you an extra hour of daylight, does it? No, no, no. That, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, look, yeah, I suppose we're – what are we – are we tougher, Mel? Is is that what it is? You know, we, we do it yeah. in the dark, you know, yeah, nothing holds so us back. We go out with our headlamps, Ollie. <laughs> uh, look, Maybe. Uh, hey, Ollie, we yeah. could do a rebel – a rebel summer longest run this year in the middle of December. Why stop at summer? Equinox is clearly a thing too. I think quarterly longest days. Oh, quarterly? Quarterly, yeah. Okay. Oh, we could just do one <laughs> one every season. That's right. That's right. Hey, it could fit nicely into streaky September too. It's all coming oh. together. Hey, that could be a streaky September challenge. 
that would require a fairly lengthy streak that day, but yes. <laughs> that would be good for the bingo card. Run seven park runs in one day. <laughs> We're in charge of this this year, you know. We can do whatever we want. That's true. That's true. Well, maybe we need to to throw in a few options there. If that becomes a bingo card option, then surely there's got to be a, you know, you can walk it as well, of course, or can you can walk it. Don't go soft on me, Ollie. Oh, I mean, it's good to no, have a turnaround, Marshall. And, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you can volunteer them. No, yeah. you have to run them. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Uh, Got to make it hard. does sound like fun. It would be fun to have that as part of a streaky September bingo card and it would be fun to have more longest days. So it gets inspired me, Mel. I'm going to have to, well, firstly going to have to see what's on the cards for this year, for the longest run or the longest day. I think you mean streaky Septmeba. Oh, Septmeba, yes. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Must pronounce it correctly. I, but I did interrupt you. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I'm just getting getting excited over in the corner here. Um, yeah, I've, I've realised that, um, well, being three months from the shortest day or the Queen's <laughs> birthday long weekend, as we seem to adjust it to sometimes as well, because yes, that's, that's handy. It's all about making it convenient in Australia. Yeah, and lining it up with the, with the, with the English. We don't want to run in the We want it to be a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We don't want to go to work the next day when we've got We're actually quite things. smart, yeah. So it's our intelligence. Yes. yes. It's a it's a measured decision as to why we, we choose, well, look, the lesser of the evils is to just do it in the dark. <laughs> and freeze our hands off. God love us. Um <laughs> Yeah, so Mel, any any rumbles on the on the longest run? News for June. Am I getting ahead of myself or are we gonna see some going ahead? I think I saw one already being mentioned for Queensland. Really? Because down here in Victoria, we're just happy to have Park Run back at the yeah. moment. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, there's been no mention of anything in Victoria, but I know that our community will definitely put something on, even if I have to do, I don't know, Alice Palace Park Run could get slotted in there. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, lunch at Dazza's. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wangle it. The secret eighth um, event for the day or something. Oh, oh. I'm feeling a bit inspired. I might have to get some planning happening. I think so. It's conveniently close to Tool and Creek. Well, yes. No, look, I, I think that's a plan, Mel. Lock it in. Mm. And what about up in Sydney? Any, uh, well, I shouldn't just say Sydney, Ollie, New South Wales. Well, there, there are always some some fantastic options there. I've been spoilt with the, the Sydney organisers, the, the wonderful bunch of people that have been organising that each year. So I really hope so. If not, I have to pull my own finger out. But, yeah, we, we don't quite have that representation in the Illawarra of park runs down here so uh yeah i think it's it still involves a, a sydney solution for us of oh, course Ollie. up in the region of runners just... got some good options what's that mel sorry no as usual i am talking over <laughs> you and cutting you off apologies but ollie yes i've done the longest run in victoria and i've been fortunate enough to do the longest run in new south wales that's right we could visit another state there's potential for Tasmania now. They're building their events down there in the the south. And there just happens to be a magic number in the southeast there, Mel. You know, I think uh, it could really make a good day. Mm. 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 I like that idea. It'd be even colder and wetter and darker in Tasmania. (laughs) 
It is the perfect. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh, 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 I'm not sure I can swing a trip to Tassie as soon as June, but uh, oh, that does sound fun. Yes, oh. I think so. Any Tassie listeners out there, you want to start planning an event and reach out to us? Oh, yeah, tell us your plans. It's always a fun day for anyone that hasn't been a part of the longest run, the longest day, or any version of it. Highly recommend it. There's nothing uh, more enjoyable Holly. than just, yep. Sorry, Mel. Don't you apologise to me. I interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> um, hang on a minute. Um, longest run, long weekend in June. There may be a significant event occurring in another part of the world. That, and that is quite an exciting event, isn't it? Yeah, we have to be careful not to clash with that. We have to have our game on that for that. That That's is our right. first priority. Oh, yeah. We can't yeah. go get sidetracked with longest run stuff when there's something more pressing happening in England. That's quite right. We'll have to fit it around and, and look, if that means that I can't go and join Tassie's longest run, assuming that even one exists, then that's what it will be. We're looking forward to this event. Yes. Otherwise, you can be the anchor in your lovely home and I'll be on the ground from Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> but no, that traditionally, like I'm thinking, Queen's birthday long weekend. That's going to be the weekend, the same weekend as the as England comes back. Yeah, thereabouts. I really need to check the calendar, Mel. Get my head around this. It's coming. Okay, so that's it, Ollie. I think you might be right, Mel. It's it's been a smorgasbord of, of different parkrun experiences and you know extra parkrun experiences. It's been wonderful to hear from everyone. It has and well, until next week. Have you got adventures planned? Do you want to divulge that? Are you keeping it secret? What's what's the <laughs> do go? I have adventures planned? Uh, look, over the coming week, Mel. I I don't have any plans, so I'm gonna have to wait and see. Might be on a whim, or might just be uh, enjoying you know, one of the parkrun experiences I love the most. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it regardless. What about you, Mel? Can always rely on you, Ollie, to um, <laughs> be our passionate volunteer. Yeah. Me? Oh, I might just have a little adventure up my sleeve. Excellent. Well, until then, have a fantastic parkrun day. Thanks, Ollie. We'll chat next week. unique name it's ignoble informant index that's not half a mouthful is it
the I I I. Mm. I mean, yes, that's mm. a that's a very uh, interesting message there. Um, I I I <laughs> I think it's a fantastic index. 